0: What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Leader Johnson. Follow the sports podcast. Here to talk about Villanova Radio. Once again, Villanova has been dominant. Show why they dominant. Show why they a good team. Um, Daniel Smith is a signal caller. Three touchdowns over 100 yards again passing. All those 300 yards over 120 yards passing. Um, 37 rush touchdowns. He will meet t- Tom Flacco. I mean, that's one guy who tore Villanova up. Now, it was a good game, but now they got a different element where the guy is clearly been explosive, clearly he's ready right now. A junior experience. Two guys are going to duke it out, going to be a good shootout between two of the best quarterbacks and the FCS. Now, it's going to be a big game. Both guys are three and know this is a very, very good game. You want, now, Villanova wanted to be good, they're good. We're good now. Now, you got to test yourself against the best teams, and Townsend was one of them teams. Um, Daniel Smith spread the ball between seven different wide receivers. He got production again from this time, three running backs. D. Will Barley, almost at 100 yards. Justin Covington, 100-plus yards. Then you got Jalen Jackson. Now you got three proven guys that can hurt you. Everybody sees him now. Then T.D. A.O. Durajah, he's another guy. You can throw in there. So Villanova's pretty. Then you got Ty Summers who came in after Simon Vangelis was hurt. Uh, Paul Grattan and and, uh, Nuala Awupechu, excuse me. All are hurt, so we'll shouts out to them prayers of them. Wildcats, get back. Anytime somebody get hurt with the Wildcats, we say, "Wildcat, get back. Let's go. They'll be back. They'll be ready to play. It goes down. Now, tap the rock, y'all. Tap it. The wind has came. Tap the rock. Did you know what I'm saying? You tap the rock when you won because there's progress. There's evolution. That's what we go to. Now, um, this was a good win. A dominating win on both sides of the ball. There's Boykin catching catching the ball. McGregs catching the ball. He's spreading the ball among good receivers, and this team just looks really ready, really fluent and ready to go. Now, looking at this team and looking what they can do, Townsend has some guys. Townsend has some players that can play, and later on in the week, I will get to Villanova football more to preview the Townsend. Versus Villanova showdown, because that is a big showdown. This is something that you have been waiting for. Villanova needs a test. This is a big test. They're undefeated team. They've been ranked. They've been blowing people out. It's time. If they can do this to town if they can blow Townsend out, this team is a national championship contender. Townsend is not the best team in the FCA, but they're one of the best. And that's a team if you can blow them out. if You can get at them and blow them out. You have proven what you can be. We talked more about Dez Boykin. The, when he was recruited, um... You know, Villanova lost to commit that year, and they gained Dez Boykin out of PA, a PA stud, to get him and to see the, the impact he can have on his team. And what he's doing is just crazy. Changa Hodge. Clearly, when Changa leaves, Dez Boykin could be the, the, the runaway man. When Dez Boykin roll out, and when he go, when he become a certain player by himself with Changa Hodge going, He could be the guy. And and Javon Jones is a guy that's waiting in the trenches. Waiting in the trenches. Javon Jones waiting in the trenches. You got a guy like Javon Jones waiting in the trenches to be that guy. I mean, I just think it's only a matter of time before it's him and Dez Boykin. And then you still got Jaquan Howell. You still got Javon Hyatt. Like, they have proven guys that's coming. And then Ray Ray Javon Pringle. I want to see how he... Operates in this offense. Little, young little receivers like Jared McClinton, Taurus Phillips, all have operated great in this offense and been big time guys. Pringle is a straight explosive guy. leasi has not got out there yet. Andrew Perez, it's going to be something to see how he blossoms and grows. Dan Sereno, another big time player. When Dan Sereno becomes that guy to, to get catches, to get the ball, that's going to be huge extra extra huge Dan Sereno was a guy that was productive he can catch the ball in high school now you're going to have Andrew Perez all these guys I mean it's been some good recruiting and these are walk on guys Sereno Perez are walk ons Perez caught the ball again Sereno had four rushes for 19 yards so looking at these guys looking at what they can do to be explosive receivers it's huge big now now they're spreading the ball around so Villanova is that squad to look at on offense. That's it. And then looking at what the offensive line did with Grattan out, you know, the depth that they have on this team is gonna be, and the more they play, the better they get. Covington is not a freshman or a sophomore. He is a senior, he is a leader. I mean, well he's a he's an upperclassman, he's a leader. So you got a guy like that that he just didn't he get here his freshman or sophomore year. Covington has been proving himself and been waiting for this opportunity to be the number one running back. He's always had over four point some yards per carry his career before he even called the lead back, and he's the man. Nobody's going to supplant him at all. I don't care who they bring in now; they're not going to go over Covington. Covington is a, a clear-cut big-time guy. I see 12 to 1,300 yards from Justin Covington this season. Now, to look even more into what they got, Elijah Trent. You wanna talk about defense? Let's talk about the defense. The cornerbacks. The first three guys you're gonna talk about is Captain Chucky Smith, Jaquan Amos, and Elijah Trent. Elijah Trent has just broken, he has just broken out. He has really broken out into an elite cornerback. And you got Benford, Trent, and Amos. I mean, it's the best cornerback. I don't when you're that good and you've done the thing that they've done, pick sixes. Every Like, this defense is fun. Fun. Nine tackles for He Every game, he just continues to make plays and get better. Every game, he has a better game. Amos, seven tackles, one of the, uh, the pick six. Then you got, and that's the second one of the year, Chucky Smith. Chucky Smith has six tackles. One and a half tackles for a loss, and any he, he chipping on the sack. Like he's just a very big-time playmaker. And when you got guys like Trent and, 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 and Benford and Amos, and you got guys back there, and, and El Petu was hurt, one of the best playmakers on the team, and they still were able to put people in there to do things for him. Six tackles and one another tackle, one tackle for loss. Forrest Ryan has continued to contribute. He's getting his time. He's continued to be that guy. Continue. Your so you're looking at that linebacker. And you look at Drew Riley. We have five tackles and in inception. Patrick Reed comes in there has five tackles. Uh, it's a tackle for a loss, a sack, uh, uh, chipping on the sack. Right off the bat, the depth of him. Always the same. Always heard about just how good, you know, how good he and hard he works. He comes in there and contributes. It's big. It's more depth that Villanova has, that linebacker, which is scary. Townsville, question Townsville. Four tackles, and he gets his, he gets Now he has a sack. Look at Villanova and what these guys can do as a team. And, and, and getting the defense, Patrick Reed is something to, to look at. He has up the depth of Villanova. He's done the best. I mean, this game really proved to me just how deep they are on defense. Talk about their offense all you want. We talk about their defense. We talking about a defense that's a bunch of dogs, a bunch of killers, a bunch of animals. Four tackles. Isis Waxter, another guy who came on that great recruiting class next year. He contributed. And Eamon Black, four tackles. Mikey Taylor, Jared Nelson, two other guys who contributed big and helped this team um, contribute on this defense at this deep. Darius Prickett, Jared Nelson, Mikey Taylor, C.J. Presley, all contributed. Tyler Van Neeson, all contributed on defense. They got their rocks off when the blowout came. Not to mention, another sack for Malik Fisher. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, this defense is just ready. This defense is ready. This defense is ready to dominate. So, it's going to be something big to see this defense Against Townsend, the next Villanova Radio is coming up soon. We'll do another one in a couple of days. to talk about Villanova versus Townsend. Big-time guys, guys that can run up any offense. I feel like on any part of the ball, anytime you've seen Jared Nelson, you've seen Gary Zobel, two new contributors at defensive tackles. You see Mikey Taylor C.J. Presley, another guy who can, you know, come to end a defensive tackle and give you depth there. Siegel and those guys are there. Fallon, they're there. But you got new guys, new blood, and Zobo and Nelson who are helping out. Mikey Taylor is a guy who hasn't even been unleashed that much yet. Malik Fisher, he's a dog. He got one tackle at a sack. I mean, you ain't got to do nothing but put him in there. You see, Van Varnison and Patrick Reed, two guys who have proved why they're good, you know, why they're good depth. And they came in there and contributed. You say it's Bucknell, but they came in there and contributed. This team was 2-0 oh before they reached Bucknell. So I don't want to hear all that. this team that this team did what they're supposed to do. It just lets you know what type of depth they got to go against the good guys. You know what I'm saying? The people like Townsend, this is the one test. If they go 4-0, no regards so how they beat them. If they blow them out, this team was a top five team. If they don't and they just win, they're a top 10 team. Simple. they done too much this year. Too much. You know, um, went through a lot. A lot of um, things that people said about Villanova are all untrue. Where they were ranked in the CAA was just ridiculous. Like, people didn't really analyze this team. Now you're looking, and they're one of the most dangerous teams you're going to see in the FCS. It would be something to see JMU. That's that's a game I want to see them take on. Delaware has gotten better. They have gotten better. That's going to be a dogfight of a game to see guys. They got like Dylan Darien coming in. Villanova basketball. I want to get to that in a minute. But this football team, and to me, the player of the game, who I think is Jaquan Amos. I mean, a second pick of six, you got to give him that. Elijah Trent was close. He's so close because he's been such a dog. But to get the second pick six, man, you got to give a guy, you got to give a guy that player of the year type of feel. You got to give him that. It's not even no question of what you got to give him. You have to give a guy that player of the year type of feel when it comes to Jacqueline Amos. He's just done too much. I mean, he's had an unbelievable season unbelievable. I mean, most F- guys in the FBS can't have them type of seasons. So it's time now to um, start crowning Villanova. I just think they just have so many good playmakers on both sides of the ball. On offense, you got to worry about Daniel Smith. That's the first name you have to mention. He affects the game both running and passing effectively, even better than Zach. And Zach was good, man. You can't take away from Zach. His last year was disappointing. Whatever happened mentally, physically, it just didn't work out. He didn't Return to that Daniel Smith. He hasn't have to throw for three hundred yards. He throws the right passes to the right people at the right time. And Chris Bowden being the offensive coordinator makes him even better. He knows how to use Daniel Smith, and Daniel Smith is good in that offense. Now, he, people don't have to have hundred yard games. He's got to have the right passing, the right pass at the right time, and then their running game is so dominant. They didn't really have to put no pressure on receivers to have 100-yard gains because every game, Covington's having 100 yards, and it's a second running back almost getting 100 yards, which has usually been Jackson this time it was Barley. You cannot beat a team like that. A team will not have to, if a team is getting almost over 200 yards rushing on you, they don't have to get 100-yard passes. You know, you got mismatch problems with guys like Hyde, Summers, and Mangelis, and Jones. Then you got Des Boykin, McGrig's as speed receivers, Andrew Perez. You can throw guys in there that can make plays, and it's just a real good, fluent offense. And I'm loving it. The defense, it's, just a, it's a bunch of dogs. Keelan Hunter, Drew Riley, these guys are playing. Forge Ryan, playing big, and Black, now Townsend. You got five, I mean, you got five linebackers that are contributing right now. You know, they're, they're, I mean, they are they're, they're four killers. I mean, five killers right there. And then you look at The defensive line when you got Garrett Zobel and Jared Nelson, being able to be disruptive defensive linemen makes it even better, makes it big. It makes it big, it makes it big. Like, that's, I haven't seen that out of Villanova the last couple of years. And to see two guys like Zobo and Nelson, who you know can go in there and make it, it's just, it's just big for this team. Nelson and Zobo. Then you got Mikey Taylor, who's not even unleashed his wrath yet. You haven't seen a Jalen Howard sighting, but you've seen TJ Presley, who showed you how hard he's worked and what type of player he's going to be. Right, you still got Siegel and Fallon. They are there. People forget about them because you probably won't see eye popping this. These guys can stop the run. They're good, they're productive players. Now, Villanova in basketball. Um, Elijah Hudson Evans, let's start there first because he's part of the 2020 class, but he's thinking about reclassifying in 2021. It's interesting because Nana Njoku is the, the long offer for Villanova as a center in 2021. I mean, they, they, they was looking at him before he had stars. He's one of those guys, Nova, you know, he'll, they, they look at. They don't have no stars. And all of a sudden, when Nova gives them an offer, you know, around the big interest level, here come the star ratings because you got to give a guy like that a star if Nova's recruiting him, you know? He's a four-star center. But if Elijah Everson goes 2021, it could be real interesting to see if Villanova goes at one of them. It could go at Hudson Everett, who has a three-point shot, or you could go at the Joku. This could be very interesting. <laughs> I'm just saying, hold your horses. Just hold, everybody hold on to your seats because this guy could end up being... a if he goes to 2021, I can definitely see this guy becoming a guy that could be a Nova Wildcat. Now, who are the top targets? A.J. Griffin, Devin Askew, Trey Patterson, and um, the Joker and Max Christian. I mean, possibly it could just be four. So I, think they have a, I think they'll get a four-man class. I think that's what they'll get. They got the room. They'll get a four-man class. They got five spaces available. They'll get a four-man class. Now, um, I, I think some offers will definitely come. More offers will come eventually. Um, but I think this is a good start. Max Christie is a perfect. He's long. He can shoot better than anybody on his, his whole list. Uh, watch out. And Langston Love is just such a fast, explosive, good shooting all-around guy who can shoot too. But he's a high choice, just like Trevor Kills. He's a guy that's from the same high school as Brandon Slater. Uh, watch out for the Sasu Diggins. Maybe it could pick up. Germantown Academy star, point guard, four, high four star, high level four star. Watch out for him. Now you look at Devin school It's going to be the UK, it's going to be a blue blood battle. Right now, it'll probably be against Kentucky. And Kentucky's looking at. Putting him on a certain mode, maybe Devin ask who goes to Kentucky because they don't have a 2021 20, point guard. And what it'll do, do, it'll give them a 2021 20, point guard. Um AJ Griffin, they went in three deep for him. I mean, he's the, t- the number one target. Here we go again, another year. Looking at a big target. Roach was the one They Didn't get him. Will they go against Duke this? Duke took the last time. Will they take Griffin? Will it be Griffin with Duke or will it be Griffin with Nova? And I think if Jay Wright really wants to make this, you put A.J. Griffin as small forward, well, You know, it, it could be a thing about that. Because if you come in, there's always a chance you could be on the bench with Nova. I'm just saying. but That don't mean they're not going to give you the job to lose. I think in, in Jay Wright's eyes, Quinley just wasn't ready for him. No matter how good he was at that time or how he could have put him in an impact, he wasn't ready for the offense for him. So if A.J. Griffin isn't ready for the offense, I don't you know what I mean, I don't think he'll go. I think ultimately that uh, A. J. Griffin could commit. Antoine will be gone. I think A. J. Griffin's starting, shooting guard or point guard. I think it will be shooting guard. Uh, could be small forward. Just just depends on if Jermaine Samuels is there. After this year, I don't really expect Jermaine Samuels to be there because Jermaine Samuels, is, I think he's going to be a star player. I think he's really going to have his 2020 draft or 2021, uh, I mean, 2020 draft. And I think in this draft, Jermaine Samuels could become a first-round pick. I really do. I think he could come in there and be like a top 20, pick at 25. He just has that type of explosion. Trey Patterson, I just feel like out of all the prospects, I think it's Trey Patterson. He's just been getting recruited so big. I think he's he's an overbound. It's only a matter of time. Trey Patterson can do it all. He'll sit back, he'll be there four years. I feel he's a four year guy. Um, He's just a very fluent, good player to have. And you're looking at A.J. Griffin, as a possibility he won't be That's why I think Langston Love, we'll see what happens if the Blue Bloods go after Langston Love. Villanova pays attention to that. Like, right? they don't want to have to sit there fighting over one. You know, this is only, like, one guy they go after for, against the Blue Bloods, like, each year. At the most, maybe two, but it's always one guy they battle with the Blue Bloods with. And A.J. Griffin, they really recruited him before Duke and Kentucky did, so they have a very big chance. They have a super, just like Jeremy Roach. So it can either it's always 50-50 against Kentucky or Duke. It's never their out. No, uh, no, nah, nah, Villanova can definitely take it. Just watch out how cool AJ, like if, if Antoine leaves, it's AJ Griffin. If if Samuels leaves, I think we gotta pay attention to this, these to this this season to see where Samuels and Antoine go. If none of them leave, if one of them leaves, AJ Griffin is, is solidified in the starting lineup. I just don't. Y'all can say what you want, but AJ Griffin is solidified in the starting lineup. I'm, I'm just saying, I think he's solidified in the starting lineup. But if none of them, if none of them go, AJ Griffin's not coming. I just think Patterson, Max Christie's a guy. He's not a one and done. As good as he is, is he? But if the Blue Bloods offer, that's going to be something to look at. We'll see. And he is he is a highly rated guy. Top 15 prospect. Blue Bloods go for guys like that. Maybe Blue Bloods do go for Max Christie. We'll see. But right now, there's no Blue Blood war for Max Christie. They're offering a lot of five stars early. And I feel like it's a, it's, a, it's a good role. It's something good to do. But, you know, I think if Devin ask doesn't come... I think Trevor Kills is dead. That's why I hear a lot of note fans saying Trevor Kills because they feel like Aspen's going to commit to one of the blue bloods over us. You get Kills, who's a high-level point guard, and that's still good. That's a four-year guy. So him, him and Patterson look like the two guys you would feel like, okay, we don't have to worry about Griffin, uh, Trey Patterson's a small forward, you know, and Kills. And you look at Njoku. Those are three guys you could put in the clear, but look out for and Love. Langston Love, I think, it could be a four-year guy, three-year guy, maybe a two-year guy. Two to, to four-year. I think he's just one of those type of prospects. But we'll see how his height flows up. But he's, he's my favorite prospect among all of them. He's really a good player. If you want to see my my favorite is Langston Love. He can just do it all. He can shoot from the outside. He can pass. He's fast, quick, explosive. I think he's the best one out of all of them. Looking at, even looking at A.J. Griffin, as good as he is, Langston Love is something nice. So... It's going to be really fun to see because Villanova started early on five stars. So now we get to see exactly who won't make it. Like the person who don't make it, they'll have enough time to go back and give an offer and still recruit for them to quit on the 2020 class totally. After Caleb Daniels, they got a transfer. they got a guard, which I think they're happy about. He can score. I think he can score 18 to 20 if he wants to in this offense. In this offense, Daniels will be way better. He can handle the ball. He's another field booth. That's all he is. He's another field booth. He's another field book. That's all Caleb Daniels is. So now you put him in next year with the uh team. And you know, Antoine and I'm gonna say Antoine, Robertson Earl, and Sam's are gone until further notice. You put them in, uh, that's four guards. It's four guards. And then you got who's gonna do the small forward? you feel me? Brandon Slater. He's the next man. Sadiq Bay, Cole Swiler. Possibly Cole Wilder can start over Slater. I can see that happening. Coles is more lean. He's a, get more quicker. He, I mean, watch out for these two guys, Slater. They're both elite players. Anytime they're on the floor, and they're going to get time this year. With Antoine gone, like I always say, with Antoine gone, Slater's going to get more time. So listen, y'all, I'm out of here. Um, you want to tell you what's going on with recruiting, who's recruiting who. Right now, that's just the way it's going right now. Matt Christie's a big guy. Um uh, I remember talking to a Villanova close to Villanova staff and seeing Villanova going down to California and, and being down there a lot. And now looking at Max Christie and Devin Askew on the West Coast getting <laughs> offers. It really says something about what Villanova's doing. So I'm out of here, y'all. This is Lita Johnson. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. And follow me on Facebook. Follow Lita, y'all. Villanova Radio. I'm out. Nova Nation. Tap the rock.